Did you lose an eye while serving in the Foot Clan? Our lawyers are standing by. Class action lawsuit. Illinois claims. Call O'Neill Jones and Associates. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just a catfishing scheme. So you call it in case he Jones just comes and kicks just your comes ass. Just comes and beats the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Open the door. Thank God you're here. And he whacks you in the mouth of the cricket bat. We went down the rivers. We crossed the plains. Over the mountains. We fought in streams. We went And the USA. USA. Since we're talking about horrific violence, uh, let's kick this one off. Okay, uh, the last couple were not as soul crushing, but. We're back into soul-crushing territory. Uh, welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. How okay. the West Was Fucked. Okay, that's oh. better. Son of a bitch. <laughs> fucked. Yeah. I tried to talk uh, Ross and those guys into like doing various variations of the theme. So we definitely need a Spanish-language one. Ooh, yeah. And, and stuff like that. And I could get them to maybe do like flamenco guitar, which would be dope. But we'll see if they come up with anything. But anyway, uh, this week, Tony, we are going to be talking about the Servant Girl Annihilator. <laughs> Not a nickname I'm really... <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. No. Yeah, sounds like something Ronco would make. Yeah, totally. You know. <laughs> From the makers of the Pocket Fisherman, yeah, Servant yeah. Girl Annihilator. Girl. So, so, do you have any guesses on what the servant girl annihilator might be? I don't know. Did he was he a porn star? Well, that would have been a lot more humane. Mm-hmm. Uh, sounds to me like he killed servant girls. Ding ding mm. ding! Yeah, good job. So it's, he's also known as the Midnight Assassin. Ooh, that sounds cool. That sounds like a ice cream flavor or something. Mm-hmm. Or a stripper. <laughs> so, who do you think the first serial cur- killer in America was? Captain uh, Crunch. Uh, hold on. What's his name? Jackson, the 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 Trail of Tears guy. Oh, like Andrew Jackson. Oh. Yeah, Andrew Jackson. Yeah, te- technically, <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> Most people would say H. H. Holmes, but he. Uh, this happened about four years, four or five years before I that. Thought it was, and, I thought it was eight years. Oh, eight years. Yeah. No, it it's, was uh, four years before Jack the Jack Ripper. Jack Ripper. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, this takes place in Austin, Texas in 1884. Keeping it weird. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Really weird. Uh, oh, it goes all the way f- for that whole year. Uh, when, in Christmas Eve, 1885, the assassin killed two prominent women, white ladies, in the oh, space of an hour. Oh, now you fucked up. I was yep. going to say prominent probably only because it was the t- only two white victims. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as that far makes, as I know. that tracks for America. I mean, like no, uh, no the, op- the opioid crisis wasn't a crisis until a bunch of fucking mid- upper middle class white kids started dying from the shit. Right. <clears throat> Funny how that works. So before it ended, at least twelve men were arrested for the crimes, and three different trials 
for three different suspects were held. And there, and there's also a good degrees of uh, extrajudicious uh, grabbing people off the street and like torturing them to try to get them to confess. And it usually happened to be black guys that they would grab. So there was oh, a they invented of that. this invented uh, stop and frisk too. That's crazy. Well, you got to remember this is uh, you know. Uh, in the ashes of the Civil War, and the Klan sure. is still kind of a big thing, and you know, so they're just kind of looking for excuses. But I got news for you, pal. The Klan still is kind of a thing. Oh yeah, yeah, but they were a little, little even more of a thing yeah. back then. Anyway, uh, I don't <clears throat> kick it off, Will. So on New Year's Eve, eighteen eighty-four, a cold and stormy evening. Tom Chalmers heard a knock on the door and a voice say, Help me! It was Walter Spencer, 29-year-old black dude. And we're going to say black dude a lot just to distinguish. We're not trying to to, to be race, racialist here, but uh, there's definitely a lot of racialism going on in Austin, 1884. So. Right. So he opened the door in the middle of the night and a guy sitting there with a gash pouring blood from his forehead. Uh, he said he must have been knocked unconscious in his sleep, and his girlfriend, Molly Smith, was missing. Uh, he looked for her in the dark but couldn't find her. Uh, Which is hard to do sometimes because, A, it's dark, and B, you're bleeding from a gash in your yeah, forehead. Yeah, no shit. So back in the day, Austin had 17,000 people living in it and 12 police officers for those 17,000 people. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Molly's body was found the next morning in an alley next to an outhouse. Her head almost split in two and stabbed repeatedly deep enough to expose some organs. Jesus. So there's going to be a lot of nice head trauma in here and a lot of people who lived through it but kind of came out vegetables. That's the other thing, too, about, you know, the cartoons. When Fred Flintstone gets knocked in the head, he just has amnesia. But he comes back around during the end of the episode, but... These people are just kind of... Right. Well, and to be fair, most of them weren't just bonked in the head. They were kind of bonked in the head with the sharp part of a hatchet. So it's different than a frying pan or something. I I knew a guy that uh, he his first time ever skateboarding, he did it on like in a skate park on a ramp and he just tried to fucking like, like drop into a, you know, a half pipe and landed straight on his fucking head. And he ended up in the hospital for, it was like, Two months, maybe, but he he never regained his long term memory. What the so fuck? It's fucking weird. Like anything that happened before that, like he remember. He knew who I was, and you know Tim and my other friends and shit. But we'd go see him, and he'd be like, "Oh, what's up, man? Good to see you." And then we would chat for a second. He'd look at he'd look away at the TV or something, and then turn around and look back and be like, "Oh, Tony, what's up, man? When'd you get oh. here?" I'm just like, "Oh, fuck, this is <laughs> fuck." Ow. Well, that's why you shouldn't try to be fucking Tony Hawk the first time you. Drop in, I guess, but exactly, or just do like me and just never try it at all. <laughs> Hard to skateboard on a farm. Right. That's our motto yeah. here: don't try, and you can never fail. Right. <laughs> Although I got drug behind enough like pickup trucks and horses and stuff, where you know it kind of balances out. So, sure. mm-hmm. uh, some people thought the boyfriend did it, the guy with the big gash in his head, but. People who knew him didn't think that was possible. He had an excellent reputation as a good worker at Butler's Brickyard, and his only arrest was for disturbing the peace at a black bar. He had to carry, this is how great your job was back in the day, and this is actually a decent job for a black dude back in the day. He had to carry 500 bricks to a wagon. If he didn't get to 500, he wouldn't get paid. Whoa, what the fuck? (laughs) 
Plus, he wasn't really acting like a murderer, and yeah. Well, plus, with that job, there's probably like a white guy sitting by the wagon, just occasionally chucking one of them into the bushes, trying to get him to fuck up the count. Three more. Sorry, it's only four ninety-eight. Molly had an old boyfriend uh, that tried to get back with her by moving to Austin, but he had an alibi. He was at a dance at night, uh, but he was arrested anyway. Because of course he was. Yep. Uh, the Undertaker had problems transporting the body into a casket. Kind of was falling apart. Oh, shit. God damn it. <laughs> uh, it made it to top of the page three in the local paper the next morning. Uh, it was next to an ad for Madame E.F. Duke's Vapor Baths. Uh, <laughs> that was for women's menstrual problems. Were they just kind of gas chamber you when you're on your monthly yeah. or what? <laughs> I, it looks like it. Okay. Yeah, just... Here, here, breathe this sulfur. Make you all better. Probably looked like an Iron Maiden or something. I'm hoping I, so. I'm imagining your head just sticking out of it, and then they fill it with, like, toxic, you know, shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost going to guarantee there was something sulfur-related, you know. Ooh, I know what it is. You're, like, up to up to your neck in a chamber, and then they let that uh, that German scientist from Hellboy that's just a fucking gaseous cloud. They yeah, just, like, yeah, yeah. They let him into the box. Because he's a fucking perv. You will learn to obey me, follow protocol, and stay focused at all times. Anyway, the paper interviewed Walter Spencer, the boyfriend. Uh, he said he had to run in with the the ex-boyfriend, Lem Brooks, uh, but he said he didn't know who the hell did it. Uh, the paper also interviewed Brooks, who said he was at a dance till 4 a.m. and had plenty of witnesses. Wow, they're partying but, pretty late in 1880. Nine or whatever it was. Hell yeah. Well, this is New Year's Eve. I guess, but man. But the jur- jurors in quest said Limbrooks killed Molly Smith. Uh, but the case was dropped against uh, him due to a lack of evidence. But no white people were worried about the murder because it was black on black crime at the time. So they thought, yeah. So yeah. they thought as the weeks passed by, more parties and socials were held in Austin. One was an onion social, where <laughs> one woman would take a bite out of an onion and, and with five others. Uh, oh, one woman would take a bite out of, the, out of the five, and they would each kiss a gentleman to find out who had the onion breath. What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this is what you do for entertainment back in Okay, so there's five chi- five chicks. One of them takes a bite out of an onion secretly, mm-hmm. eats it, swallows it, all that shit. And then all the chicks make out with all the dudes, and then they got to pick who was the one that got the onion. Yep. <laughs> That's fucking strange. Fuck. What the fuck? Well, also, when I Googled onion social, first of all, First, you get. I think the 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 you know, like the paper, the Onion, has started as its own social media platform, which could be interesting on its own. Wow! But then, but then the third thing down is a Wikipedia article for social penetration theory, which I don't know. Uh. That sounds. Uh, <laughs> sounds like you might get a virus. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say that sounds like a lot of, you know, it's like dicking season or something. Yeah. Oh no, it has. It has something to do with uh, interpersonal communication becoming deeper. That's all. It just oh, okay. sounds scarier than it actually is. Yeah, it's a weird way to fucking put, like, you know, having a conversation with people you wouldn't normally talk to or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, the town of Austin was still celebrating its uh, Texas statehood, the 49th year there. They're laying the cornerstone of the capital, uh, but another servant girl was attacked in her sleep. Her scream woke up her employer, and the attacker ran off. Four days later, a black cook was awoke by shaking at the door. An hour after that, two young black women were awoken by the same rattling of the door. One went outside to see what it was and was grabbed from behind. No, don't do that. She they screamed. Had, they and... hadn't had the benefit of seeing horror movies yet, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's like it's like uh, going to a tropical island and seeing animals that have never seen a human before. So right. They don't, they don't, like, shy away or anything. Right, so the serial killer just gets them. Yep. Don't know to be afraid. Yeah, yeah essentially, it took them, because this is the first. Well, it's odd, because it's Texas, because you'd figure they just fucking put a load of buckshot through the door anytime anybody knocks anyway, so. Oops, sorry, mailman. But apparently that was a more recent phenomenon, too. Hi, I'm looking for Ray Finkel. And a clean pair of shorts. Uh, she screamed and the attacker ran off. Two nights later, another servant was attacked in her sleep. The covers torn off and was struck several times in the face, but the attacker left. Uh, for a couple of days, the attack stopped. Did that the person that got hit in the face live? Mm-hmm. Okay. March 19th on a large cotton farm owned by Colonel J.H. Pope. In the servant quarters, uh, there was a rapping on the window. Two Swedish girls were inside, too scared to move. Then a shot was fired through the window and the girls ran out towards the main house. One girl was grabbed but got away. Colonel Pope and others ran outside with guns, but they couldn't find the attacker. And then the girls returned to the room. Within minutes, another shot was fired through the window. Jesus and Christ. One Whoa. of the girls was shot through the shoulder blade and spine. But ah. she was okay, didn't hit any vital organs. Other than her fucking spine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Okay. There are some injuries in the Wild West that people fucking survive that I would just, just soon sh- just just kill me. Like, some, I don't Phine- some Phineas Gage mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Jesus. So the assumption was among white citizens that the attacker was black, of course. Why? Cause... How could a white person do such <laughs> atrocities? Well, it's Texas, so oh, a white person wouldn't have missed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds more like it. So in 1885, there's about 3,500 black citizens there. That's about 20% of the population. Though this, um, most were servants, but they did kind of have a thriving community. This is kind of the interim between uh, the Civil War and Jim Crow. Um, you know, they had their own grocery stores, newspapers, banks, etc. And three, three schools and a college. Hey! But still, most blacks were blamed for crimes. What, uh, but that, seem, vic- that seems so strange in America. <laughs> Glad we got past that shit. <laughs> yeah, what a what an alien concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of the victims got a good look at their attacker. Uh, some said it, he was black. Some said high yellow. I think that's how you're pr- supposed to pronounce that. Or light-skinned. Uh, oh, okay. One even claimed that he was white. <laughs> and then that person was fucking sent to prison for saying something. Yeah, no shit. So some residents wanted just to round up known black criminals and whip them until they were inches away from dying or tell them to leave or or worse. Um, at the last week of March, with more temporarily temporary police walking the beat, two more black men were arrested for breaking into servants' quarters. You said temporary police? 
Yeah, they just kind of ask people to. Well, I was going to say, I think what you, night. I think what you mean is like armed drunk white guys, because that's yep. usually what temporary police would be, like. Yeah. A bunch of guys. They go to the saloon and just ask for like ten dudes, and in various stages of sobriety and armedness, then they go out and pretty yeah. much arrest anybody they want. Yeah, and that's when they invented waterboarding, right? <laughs> But they arrest the two guys, Gus Johnson and Abe Pearson. Both men claim their innocence, but after they get arrested, the attack stop, which oh. is never a good thing if you're innocent and they just stop on their own. Yeah. Uh, on April you're like, 27th. You're like in the jail cell, like, go, go, murder, murder. Come on, murder. man. Don't you fuck me like this. <laughs> yep. Don't take a day off now. <laughs> Uh, April 27th, the mayor disbanded the extra police program. All was well for two whole days. Till one night, a man entered a small cabin, grabbed a German servant, covered her mouth, and threw her to the floor and left. So What? <laughs> he's not really following through on a lot of these. Right. Could have been a lot more. But for whatever reason, I think he likes it better when they're sleeping and not fighting back. Oh, I see. Yeah. If he comes in, he's like, fuck. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, oops, oops, oops. Well, it sounds a little like, um, especially the first one, it was pretty, to me, apparent, like, her and the boyfriend, like, they're laying in bed and just came in with an axe and gave them both a solid whack to the noggin and... Drug her ass out of there. Thought thought that was it, so, yeah. Because, yeah. I don't know, awake people are generally harder to hit in the head with an axe, mm-hmm. generally. Trust him. And... The reason why there were so many axe murders back in the day, because everybody had an axe and it was sitting right in front of their door or right outside. Or hey, axes whatever. don't kill people. Fucking <laughs> axe murderers kill people. Or is it the other way around? I don't know. <laughs> so later that evening, a servant quarters was broke into again. The cook who lived there was gone, but a lady friend was sleeping there. Uh-oh. The attacker grabbed her by the throat and held a razor to it. Uh, the cook came back with another lady friend, which might have been a lead up to an interesting. Oh night. man, right. he's missing out on a fucking like uh, poor. Yep, poor all poor of them. Guy. <laughs> uh, he gets back and sees that the door was open and called to the friend inside. So the attacker books it out. Uh, it was dark and difficult to see because they did not have street lights back then, or barely even had electricity. Right. Uh, but the cook said the attacker was wearing a dress. Oh, yeah, so I read about that one. So look for a cross-dressing... Uh... Right. Well, I read a Mother Hubbard-style dress. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Super. Well, so. why wouldn't they just assume that it was a chick that was doing these murders? Because it's the 1800s, <laughs> and women can't do that, you know. Yeah, they're, they they're, can't, they're property. They can't, they can't go out on their own and murder people. No. Inconceivable. You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Uh, the next night, someone threw a large rock at a servant's quarters. A neighbor heard the woman scream and ran outside and took a pot shot at a guy who was fleeing but missed. God damn it, Texas. Get your shit together with the aiming. Mm-hmm. Later that evening, the president of uh, a bank, Jim Brockeridge, Brackenridge, sorry, was awoke by a noise in the backyard. He looked out the window and saw his elderly black lady cook struggling with a man. Oh, shit. He yelled at him, and then the attacker fled. Uh, 
but later that evening, the attacker comes back and throws more rocks at the main house. What the fuck? Is this guy 12? <laughs> See, that's the thing is, I can't, like, you got clearly a lot more details than I was finding, and these do not really seem connected other than the fact they're just attacking servants, you know. Like the rock, the rock chucker guy. I'm gonna have a hard time convincing me that that's the same guy that's like just wantonly chopping people with an axe. That's like a way different. I mean, it's some kind of. I mean, it sounds like because the the rock throwing shit like happened a few different times, right? So like, it right. sounds like he's trying to lure them out, maybe, and at, and then in the cover of night, like bonk him on the head with a fucking you know hammer or something right but there hasn't been as much bonking as there has been well he's still learning just struggling <laughs> yeah i don't know you know the the fucking uh sting wasn't amazing when he first started my, my he thing had to is work his way up to it so goddamn With fucking or playing the bass yeah man exactly <laughs> well sting swears by it so does woody harrelson and so do their wives it is tantric sex an age-old method of lovemaking that has the stars talking about five-hour sessions of passion we heard about a mexican resort where this ancient artist taught to american couples so we sent gina silva to take a look and what she found was well interesting I don't know. Seems like it's some fucking Bush League amateur hour shit with all this rock chucking, but whatever. Uh, over the next few days, three more black men were arrested. Uh, Andrew Jackson, Newt Harper, and Henry Wallace. <laughs> that poor they bastard. were described in the papers as, quote, hard-looking Negroes. Named so Andrew paper, Jackson. What the fuck? Andrew, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, they also arrested Jack Ross, who was a janitor at the Variety Theater. And an old uh, black man named Old John. Just an, just old, old John. John. First name old, mm-hmm. last name John. It's like, I'm 35. I'm not even that old. <laughs> it's the Wild West. Yeah. If you make it past 19, you're an old fucker. No shit. But old John was recently in the lunatic asylum for telling people he was worth $260 million in, in, in gold. Well, that's Hey, he has a lot of self-worth. That's great. You need yeah. to have good mm-hmm. self-esteem, man. That's right. Also, prove him wrong. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he was released because he was deemed harmless. Uh, police believed old John was the man seen in the dress on that one night. Uh, so how, I don't know how many people are sneaking around in the dark doing weird stuff in Austin in 1885. I'd never forget that beautiful figure. It was definitely <laughs> yeah, him yeah. in that dress. Yeah, that Mother Hubbard-style dress, which is described by Wikipedia as basically trying to cover up as much as it possibly can so the figure would be that of like a sack of flour yeah i guess that makes sense like uh if you're trying to like conceal who you are you wear a fucking dress from the 1800s because it goes from from your neck to your like ankles to your fucking wrists yeah not everybody could afford a trench coat so you know yeah (laughs) yeah mother mother hubbard dress is a long wide loose fitting gown with long sleeves and a high neck it is intended to cover as much skin as possible is advised in Victorian Western societies to free women from the constriction of corsets that fashion imposed on wealthier women. It is mostly known today for its later introduction by Christian missionaries in Polynesia to civilize those oh, who they yeah. considered half-naked savages. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Put those so, titties away, girls. I don't right. want to see those thighs. Oh, that's a fucking vapors. That's a crime against humanity. Yeah. How dare you dress comfortably for the climate in which you live? 90 degree temperatures. Right. (laughs) Shit. But a few more people get arrested and then attacks stop. But on May 6th, Eliza Shelley, 
A black servant was found murdered while her three boys slept. I don't know how they managed to do that. Her brains were oozing out from one fatal blow to the head. God damn it. man. See, that sounds Uh, more like the main guy, though, to me. Yeah. She had three kids, too? Mm Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. Uh, Besides the axe wound to the head, there was a small hole between the eyes made by something like a screwdriver and several knife wounds all around her body. Uh, the bloodhounds refused to take the scent because there's too much blood. They were like donkeys back in the day. They did what not the like f- blood, I guess. Uh, damn, bloodhounds blood not living up to their name. What the fuck? Uh, the police spoke to the surviving children. Uh, the seven-year-old was the oldest, and he said it was a man with a white rag over his face and holes cut out for eyes. So you couldn't tell if he horrifying. was black or white. Well, that's kind of how clan hoods started out, too, no. before they had... So the cops arrested all three kids, and then what happened after that? Yeah, I know shit, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The man asked where his mother's money was. The boy said he didn't know if she had any money. Then the attacker said he'd be leaving on the train to St. Louis in the morning and not to look out the cabin or he'd kill him. What the fuck? Maybe that was some sleight of hand. I'm actually going to San Francisco. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Fool you. Shit, did I say that part out loud too? Fuck. So Eliza's son just goes back to bed. <laughs> God damn it. And what? the other two kids were never awakened. Uh, the police found barefoot footprints all around the murder scene. Now they're looking for a black barefoot man or whoever would fit that description. <laughs> okay. Uh, so within hours, they arrested a 19-year-old Andrew Williams, who is described as a half-witted colored boy. Uh, so they just keep on going after, like, developmentally disabled and otherwise mentally handicapped folks, mm-hmm. basically. Jesus. Uh, he had been previously arrested for stealing buttons, so he had a record. Oh, a hardened <laughs> criminal there. Fucking. I'm trying to use my calculator, and I'm missing yeah. half the fucking buttons. Yeah. <laughs> you goddamn son of a bitch. Put him in prison. Uh, so his footprints didn't match, so he was let off. Yay. Um, some thought it was a gang of, a whole gang of killers uh they were dubbed the servant girl annihilators told you it was a foot clan yeah uh, some older black peoples still practice hoodoo and believed it was an evil spirit dude the servant girl annihilators sounds like Ooh. an all like an all-girl band that just like yeah yeah like what, like it's the servant girls who are doing the annihilating yeah totally it'd be a lot better if that was the case yeah and one's dressed like a maid one's dressed like a fucking cook you know what i mean one's dressed like like a gardener, like they all have like their role yeah. or whatever, and then one like Lizzie the singer, Borden. the singer's dressed like a fucking dominatrix or something, and then like a uh, or, or uh, not not a dom, but like a uh, fucking what's the other one? The other one, the one that licks boots and stuff. But they go around the country playing shows, but then they also solve crimes. So they're like Josie and the Pussy Cats. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool. I'm the, I'm here for it. All right. <laughs> Okay. We're doing yeah. it on a cartoon or what? Of course. Yeah, until, right. until we get that Disney money. Got to get it, that Hanna-Barbarian <laughs> style. We'll pitch to Hanna-Barbera, <laughs> and then once the cartoon blows up, we're going to get like the live-action money from Disney, and we're going to do that shit. There you go. All right. I got to get Aubrey Plaza to play like look, Liz, look like Lizzie Borden. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then all my dreams come true. Um... But yeah, can she vo- play like somebody who isn't annoyed or pissed off? No, 
Why would she ever <laughs> Never. do that? Uh, but yeah, I watched the, the little little hours last night. So if you have a movie recommendation, I'd little hours. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Sister Ginevra, Sister Fernanda, Sister Alessandra, Sister Maria. These are your sins. Bling bling, bitch, do my own thing, bitch. Abusive language. They spit on me. They called me a Jew. Lustfulness. <laughs> Homosexuality. Too Did you roll your eyes? You're rolling your eyes. Wake up, little bitches. Let me show you how to live. Must be father for I've sinned. I have slept with another man's wife. One of you sluts thinks he's quite the jester. Ah! Preaching to you little bitches. Did you hear what I said? These girls can be tough. I'm not gonna lie. They can be very tough. What is this shit? This is a turnip. That's not a turnip. It's shit. It's the longest list I've ever had. Apostasy. Abusive language. Heresy. Revelings. Eating blood. Do you think I've ever written down eating blood before? Where am I? Bling, bling, bitch, do my own thing, bitch. Ah! Minutes. Oh. Yeah, Little, little Hours. hours. Commonly oh, known as Minutes. You watched 60 Minutes <laughs> last night. Okay. Yeah. No, Snippets. Son. Just watch it. Do it. Watch it, okay. buddy. <laughs> uh, fucking, uh, but yeah, back to the like voodoo thing. I, I, I read some about... Uh, like you say, some of the older older black folks who still did the voodoo just claimed it was like a magic white man that could like become invisible and scared the dogs. So there's that too. That's where my money's. Yep. Uh, then the police get a break, or so they thought. Andrew Rogers came forward to say that Ike Plummer killed Eliza. He said they carried out a brief relationship when her husband was in prison for grand theft horse. Oh shit! Uh, yes. Roger said that he saw him arguing that day and also said that Plummer tried to break into the, his shack. God damn it. Stop breaking so into the shacks. They, they arrest Plummer. Uh, reporters describe him as a tall, ungainly, ill-kempt Negro with half-imbecile grin and more than more of an idiot than a murderer. Uh, <laughs> wow. Just fantastic so, so journalism. The is no not, shit. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, he was arrested a few times for vagrancy, um, but his footprints did not match. So, well, at least they're doing some kind of forensics, at least somewhat. You know, they're trying, yeah, yeah, they're trying. I like also, uh, it, this. The whole investigation sounds like um, uh, like a really shitty mechanic. They're like, oh, what's wrong with the car? It won't start. Okay, let's replace the spark plugs. That didn't work. Okay, <laughs> let's replace the water pump. Nope, that didn't work either. Okay, yep. let's replace all the fucking like fuel injectors. Well, nope, yep. that didn't work. We'll eventually find it out, figure it out. Does this thing need a battery? I feel like it should have a battery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just do a whole rebuild and yeah, instead of checking the battery first. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Build the car, build the car around the battery. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, two weeks later, May 22nd, uh, a shoemaker named Robert Wireman heard a scream from his backyard. Uh, they found their cook, Irene Cross, on the ground, her arm nearly severed off. Oh, fuck. And a long gash halfway around her head like she was about to be scalped. Jesus Christ. Ah. Irene tried to speak but had too much blood in her mouth and more blood splurting out of her arm. Uh... Wireman carried her inside his house, something you know, something usually unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he asked her who did it, but she could not speak. She was 
Well, why didn't she spell it out with the blood like in a movie? Oh, wait, because she's in vast amounts of shock and excruciating pain. And yeah, holy fuck. The bloodhounds failed to find descent again. I think they're just shitty bloodhounds. I was going to say, I don't think they're bloodhounds. I think they're mislabeled. No, they're like Western they? family bloodhounds. They're just right. chihuahuas or something with like <laughs> corgis taped floppy yeah. ears onto you. There you go. Yeah, corgis. So Irene's 12-year-old nephew was inside the cabin at the time. He said a figure came into the cabin and told him not to scream and went into Irene's room and then left. Uh, he didn't get a good look, but told the newspapers it was a chunky Negro with a brown wide-brim hat, ragged coat, blue shirt, black pants, bare feet... But I don't know how he could see all this if it was too dark to see, like he first said. Right. So he was either making it all up or the newspaper was prompting him. Yeah, I'm sensing a lot of these kids' descriptions are like the whole Ralph Wiggum, like, you know, I saw the principal and the teacher in the closet making babies. One of the babies looked at me. (laughs) I sense a lot of that (laughs) happening. And when the doctor said I didn't have worms anymore, that was the happiest day of my life. Thank you, Ralph. Very graphic. Or it's like, you know, like, oh, I, you know, it was just too dark to see anything, really, except yeah. for that it was a chunky guy, and he was black, yeah. and he yeah. had bare feet, and uh, a mustache. No, two mustaches. Yes. Uh, he, had, he also had a mask on, yep. wedding wedding dress, uh, yeah, jet, yeah. Uh, rocket pack. There you go. Rocket uh, pack, that's like uh, the Spring Hill Jack things from, where is that from, like, Jersey. How the West was fucked will be right back. Hi, I'm Todd Woodruff from Guns, Germs, and Steel. What do we sell? Solutions. Solutions to all your problems. Are strangers talking to you in public? The BOGO Mace is for you. We call it BOGO because it's got two personal security tools in one. It's an easily concealable one-handed offense implement featuring a 3-pound spiked ball and a 10-inch chain. Just flip open the bottom cap on the handle to dispense our maximum potency military-grade pepper spray. No one will ever ask you for a cigarette again. Got a pesky neighbor? Try the Boomstick! This 12-gauge double-barrel Remington is GGS's top of the line. Made in Grand Rapids, Michigan, this sweet baby retails for just $109.95. Features a walnut stock, cobalt blue steel, and a hair trigger. Daughter's boyfriend doesn't know his place. This plus four two-handed battle axe is the biggest melee weapon that we make. Don't let its size fool you, there's nothing awkward or clumsy about this axe. Yes, it's big and meant to be carried over the shoulder, but it's very well balanced and easily wielded at people of larger stature and strength. Try double wielding this beautiful matched pair of authentic Japanese katanas and earn the respect from your peers and enemies that you deserve. So come see us inside the Miles City Westfield Shopping Center, two stalls down from the Orange Julius, and remember, for every $200 you spend, you get to pick a vial of biological horrors from the virus rack. See us today at Guns, Germs, and Steel. You know, there was just regular construction workers on that Death Star, the, the Rebels blew up. Yep. Right. <laughs> Fucking independent yeah. contractors. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, uh, it's, it's, they tried to unionize, and that's why the fucking, it's an inside job, fucking false flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if there's, like, conspiracy theories about the Death Star, like 9-11 or something. 
Oh, yeah. Never forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Irene holds on for another day, but then dies. Mumbling God words damn, to a whole other day? No one understands. Yep. Fuck. Well, I'm, and I'm sure she was getting tended to by like, oh, here's some, rub some manure on you and put yeah. a snake ne- near you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He invented the, they invented the blood transfusion. He was just like fucking IV dripping her own blood that she's bleeding out back into her mouth. Well, it's recycling. It's, yeah. It only makes sense. Totally. It's like your water pump on your car, you know? It's a closed system. Closed system circuit, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, white people in town still thought it was a gang of convicts. Fake news. They were taking it out on the servant girls because one of them got a sex disease. Oh, my what? God. Them. <laughs> so fucking straight up victim blaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What God the fuck? damn it. This has everything. This story has everything. Yeah, it's a little microcosm of America, right? Then and there, yep. Uh, June 2nd, two weeks later, someone stuck their pistol through an open window in a servant's quarters and shot a young black servant woman of Professor Henry Talishit in the arm. Talishit? Uh, Talishit. T-A-L-L-I-S-C-H-E-T. Talishit. I I, I, I thought it was like Talishit, like, you know, Broadcasting shit over a long distance. <laughs> Hence, like, telephone, you know, television. You don't say goodbye to your shit before you flush it, and it's like, oh, uh, I love you. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so she gets uh, shot in the arm. Talishit uh, raced outside with his own pistol, but as he opened the door, he felt the bullet whiz by his head. Goddamn. Uh, the attacker fled before he got a good look at him. Uh, later that night, someone threw a rock through a window of Major Stewart's servant girl's shack. Uh, that was the same one that was attacked in March. God damn it, the poor girl. Mm-hmm. A man stayed with him because she was scared, started shooting, but again, didn't get a good look at whoever threw the rock. So far, this is the only like thing this motherfucker's really good at, is not being seen. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and apparently throwing rocks. So the police do the only thing that they know how to is arrest more random black dudes. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, the police wanted to bring in, most of all, Oliver Townsend. He was a very stealthy chicken thief. <laughs> Couldn't have been that he stealthy if he'd been so- caught for being a chicken thief. Well, he was stealthy, though. Not if he got caught. That sounds well, like it was a chicken chicken that told on him. It yeah. sounds like a like a golden book, like a kid's book. The very, the, the stealthy, very chicken stealthy chicken thief. Chicken thief. <laughs> By Margaret Horn. Yeah. And he creeped and he plucked and he creeped and he plucked. <laughs> <laughs> he was beaten severely but never confessed. Eventually he was released. So it became so bad that worried black men would walk at night with their hands out to show that they weren't carrying an axe. God to avoid damn it. the beating. God, so fucked. Stop, don't shoot. Stop, don't shoot. <sighs> so good that we don't have to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Some of the servant women quit and moved away. But by mid-June again, the attack stopped. Until the end of August. <laughs> uh, so August the 29th in Valentine Weed's kitchen. This was next door to where Eliza Shelley was murdered. Slept Rebecca Ramey and her 11-year-old daughter. Uh, Rebecca was about 200 pounds, 
And her brother was the city's only black alderman or, you know, city council dude or whatever. Um, so now they're sleeping inside the house. So this is how desperate people are. They're that they're letting their servants sleep inside the house. Oh, man. Oh. Also, you should definitely uh, Google Valentine weed because it's. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Like, I feel like a lot of people got that uh, this year. Yeah, it's all it is is pictures of bo- you know chocolate heart shaped chocolate boxes just full of nugs. weed. Yeah, so it gave me <laughs> gave me absolutely nothing good and historical. I'm having a rough time with the Google today. It's all modern shit, and it happens to mostly be like fucking romance based edible things. We I just guess. can't we just can't shake that Comanche come on feeling, man. Right. <laughs> the attacker crept in, uh, careful not to wake Tom Thumb. The family Shetland po- pony oh, in okay. the backyard. That, Tom Thumb. <laughs> oh, I thought he was in the house. Like, okay, that's very progressive nope. of him. Let the <laughs> pony and the servant sleep inside. Ooh. So he snuck in without waking anybody with a club about a foot long, wrapped in burlap sack of sand to deaden the sound. Um, he knocked her unconscious and took off with the little girl, but left the club behind. So that's how they knew. I was going to say, how do, how do they know what the club was, but if he left it there? Mm-hmm. Uh, so at some point, Rebecca woke up and groaned, awaking Mr. Weed. Blood was flowing from her temple. Uh, part of her forehead looked caved in, and her jaw, jaw was crooked. God damn it. Fuck, man. Blood was trickling out of her nose and ears. And her daughter was missing. Mm-hmm. But they do find her in the shed. Uh, assumed dead, but she was still barely alive. Her eyes partially open, but blank. Blood was trickling out her nose and ears. Uh, Dr. Johnson arrived there, but here there was nothing much he could do. Every time Mary breathed, more blood would pour out of her ears. God damn it. Uh, the men conjectured that some sort of long iron rod was put into her ear and into her brain. Uh, she died at daybreak. Like they shoved a rod through her skull? Her mm-hmm. ear. Okay. So this guy's like like in the he's he's going into the fucking the weird experimental phase of like serial killerness, right? I like he, I guess. It, it starts with like, can I get away with killing someone in their sleep? And then it's like, ooh, I can drag someone off and fuck with their corpse for a while. Yeah. Or while blood- they're alive. On a bludgeon you with a sandbag and then stick a screwdriver in your ear. Yeah. That's... What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, this time the bloodhounds pick up a scent. Hey! About fucking and time. They finally sprung for the real fucking real brand. Yep. And footprints were found in the alley again. Uh, the bloodhounds lead them about two blocks away to a stable where they find a young black man sleeping in the hayloft named... Uh, River Bottom, Tom Allen. Uh, River Bottom? Of course, the, uh, the bloodhounds don't really just find you. They also bite you in the arms and legs, too, Yikes. when they do find you. Oh, nice. <laughs> also, uh, I feel like uh, if you get a nickname River Bottom, you probably have, like, chronic, chronic diarrhea. Just always, <laughs> always, always, always. <laughs> God, I hope not, but sure. We'll go with that. Uh, his feet actually matched, and he did live the two blocks away. But he didn't have any blood on him or the hay where he slept. Uh, of course, he denied killing despite being, quote-unquote, interrogated, which you know what that means back in well, the day. tortured the shit out of. Uh, the police wanted another arrest that day, so they went after a guy named Alec Mack, 
who is a known criminal, uh, a quote notoriously bad darky end quote. Yeesh. Oh no! Mm-hmm. That's Journalism. always nice when the paper used these. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was well known in town because he openly took a drink from the white uh, whites only water bucket. What a oh, piece how, of shit! How dare whites only water bucket? Even mm-hmm. back before fountains, they were fucking with this. Jesus yep. Christ! <laughs> he was interrogated. Quote. Um, so the public were asking for better police protection and more police officers. Um, the mayor asked for help from the Noble Commercial Detective Agency in downtown Houston. They get uh, Captain Mike Hennessy. Uh, this is kind of the Texas version of the Pinkertons. Boo! Um, they right. even went as far as their ad- with their ads and that they were in daily communication with the Pinkertons, which of course was a lie. They were not at all affiliated with them. Yeah, they're just trying to get the name ID. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hired Hennessy for $10 a day plus expenses, so he came to Austin September 9th, and this time he brings his own bloodhound. So you can't trust those bloodhounds. Right. On the last weekend of September, Hennessy decides to go back to Houston. That's when more murders happen. Of course. Uh, Saturday night, September 27th, two black women's servants saw a man in their doorway, and said, and he said... I'll kill you if you open your mouth. And then they scream and he ran. So He's a fucking liar. <laughs> yeah, liar. Uh, they didn't get a good look at him, but uh, she believed that he was white. I believe that he was white, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's a white man's thing. It's like, you know, cross-country skiing or something like that. It's just one of those <laughs> oh, things. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Squash. Ball. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, next even, evening, a cook living in the servant quarters screamed when she heard a noise at her window. Uh, no description of whoever made the noise again. An hour later, uh, W.B. Dunham heard a muffled cry from his servant quarters. Uh, he figured that they were arguing and yelled at him to shut up and go back to bed. <laughs> That's disheartening. You're like, someone yeah. help me. I'm being murdered. <laughs> shut the fuck up. And go back to bed. God damn it. Uh, but several minutes later, he heard another noise like a groan. So he grabs his pistol and goes outside. It was Lucinda Body, a visitor of her servants. Her head was bloody, and she yelled, Mr. Dunham, we are all dead. Thanks Wait. for yelling at us. There's a That's pretty cool final words, or last mm-hmm. words. He said her name was Miss Body. Mm-hmm. So like this is, this is when Dunham, went, Dunham like went back clue. in his house and fucking invented the game Clue. Yeah, yeah. And also, was she dead? Because it doesn't seem like she was dead. <clears throat> Not quite if you're saying we are murdered. Or he's a yeah. psychic. One of the two. <laughs> right. Uh, the neighbor came over and said he called the cops. Uh, in the shanty, they found Patsy Gibson barely alive, blood flowing from her head. Uh, a guy named Orange Washington. He was the boyfriend. He was already dead. Orange Washington? Mm-hmm. Uh, bloody axe was on the bed. Uh, bloody oh, axe. A, a bloody axe. I thought you said. I thought you uh, meant bloody axe. A dude named Bloody yeah. Axe was laying on the uh, bed. Yeah, I was gonna say my mind went dire- directly to like bloody knife. The scout. yeah, totally. And I'm like bloody axe. Why do I know that? Like, what the fuck's he doing on the bed? Is it like a cameo? Yeah, he's like. Then oh, so the like, American horse is there too. Some fucking th- Three's Company episode. <laughs> Crossover with MacGyver. 
So they also missing was Gracie Vance. She was nowhere to be seen. But they did follow some blood into another yard where they found her. Her face was badly beaten. It was just kind of a mass of flesh and bone. God damn it. And her head was kind of off center. And a bloody brick was found nearby. Uh, from a nearby house, Mitch, uh, Mrs. Hotchkiss said, there he goes towards N-Town, if he can fill in. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Oh. So the police kind of fire into the darkness. Sure. Um, caught is, that a times. Euf- is that a euphemism <laughs> for them shooting towards the black part of town, too? Yep. You fucking wise ass. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not that wise. Oh. <laughs> so they fire into the the dark. Uh, the police found a dude named Doc Woods tried to win Grace's loving, but was turned down in favor of Orange. So they pay him a visit in a cotton field south of town. Oh, shit. He said he was at the farm the previous night, but he actually had some blood on his shirt, so he was arrested. Uh, but he said it was an open wound on his dick from VD that caused the blood on his shirt. Oh, Oh, so he had to show him his dick, too? <laughs> yep. Uh. And the farmer vouched for his whereabouts. How do you I don't know if he vouched blood, for his dick, though. Blood from your dick to your shirt. Well, I, I guess I'm picturing the collar of the shirt. I guess it could have been tucked in. That's what, yeah. 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 I'm picturing, like, up around the neckline where it'd be, like, easily seen. Or he got he got turned down, and, so he went home and he was, like, jacking off in his straw bed. Oh, and, God. And, like, when, he, when it spurted out, like, the cum spurted out, some blood came with it and then landed on his collar. Yeah, you need to stop speaking. <laughs> <laughs> That could be the case. <laughs> and so he had to explain that to the cops, and they're like, all right, prove uh, it. So he had to jack off in front of the cops, laying on his back. Uh, That's how you make special sauce if you have some blood mixed in. Yeah, yeah. Anything okay. white and anything red mixed together. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and now we had a new low. Back in town, a Swedish servant girl was sleeping inside the main house. Uh, she returned to her shanty to find her dresses gone through and a fancy watch was missing. Uh, that was the same watch that was found on Gracie, but the two oh. didn't know each other, so this is uh, a little bit of a clue. So the killer's like like going through chick's fucking wardrobes. It's going to look perfect with my dress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of lucky they didn't figure out fingerprints yet, I suppose. Because uh, Hennessy comes back to Austin. He found a black teenager who said he had information. Uh, Jonathan Trigg said the chicken thief Oliver Townsend said he was going to kill little Mary Ramey. Uh, Trigg followed her to Ramey's, but didn't wait around to see what happened. Um, then why follow her? They didn't warn <laughs> no anybody. <laughs> what the fuck? <clears throat> On September 28th, of the night of the attack, of Gracie's attack, he saw Townsend with another black guy Trigg didn't know. And they overheard them talking about getting away with murders. Uh, Trigg followed, followed them into the shanty and heard a scream of, Please don't kill me. Then Trigg runs away. If you're to be believing Trigg. Sure. Right. Uh, and Hennessy said he went to the hospital and spoke to the survivor, Lucinda Buddy. I guess she did survive. Yeah. And Patsy Gibson did survive too. Uh, she said that Doc Woods was standing in front of the window right before the attacks began. Um, so Woods and Townsend are the guilty parties, or at least thought of to be. Um, wasn't long before the reporters found that Trigg w- worked earlier as a waiter at the same hotel that Hennessy was staying at. So 
I don't know, it's conjecture that Hennessy kind of put him up to the statement so he'd have something to report on. Or just so he didn't have to stay in Austin very long. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a reporter showed up to the hospital and talked to Lucinda and Patsy, but they were both unable to carry on any conversation at all with their brain matter oozing from their skulls every few minutes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. So same thing with my uh, my skateboard buddy. They're just kind of like, who are you? I'm so into yeah, it. I, I think they're worse questions. off than that. Yeah. I was going to say, with a degree more oozing. Mm-hmm. You miss the oozing. I wonder if that's why they called that gun the Uzi. No. No? Because it, it just oozes bullets? It's, a Israeli gu- it's an Israeli gun, and uh, Uzi is an Israeli name in some cases. So. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. yep. Damn. All right. Now you know uh, why they're in all the canon films. Yeah, no see shit. What I, <laughs> see what I can find. Uh, da, 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 uh, why is it called the... Oh, it's uh, Steve Uzi. designed by... You know, well, Major Uziel Uzi Gal. So, and I would assume that Gal is also the guy that designed the Galil later on, too, which is another it's an Israeli assault rifle. One would assume. But Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Do you know it's from the fucking 40s? The Uzi? Is that what they yeah. used to call, like, a zip gun back in the day? No, zip gun's usually a fucking single shot, you know, like, uh, pull back a piece of elastic that like hits a firing pin you know made out of a nail it's pretty much a, kind of a disposable single shot up close thing is a zip gun oh what yeah. about you're thinking about like a grease gun right grease gun's different grease gun's a submachine gun but Gre- that was all my grease was, guns were pneumatic right well some of them are uh blowback operated in world war ii up until the 80s and they were like, uh, in answer to like when they built the Tommy guns, there was a lot of machining t- to go on. They're kind of heavy and a bunch of wood, kind of expensive to manufacture. So we needed to crank out a bunch of shit. So they uh, cranked out like the British, the British made the Stens and the Sterlings. And so the grease guns, uh, you know, it's effective enough. But I mean, you got to like cock it by sticking your finger into the bolt, like a hole in the bolt. And like the safety is like the dust cover and all that shit. So Uzi's a lot more. Uh, Kind of advanced submachine gun, hmm. but doesn't matter. Um, so this one is going to be about. Oh God, my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Try that again. It's going to be about your brain oozing it's out. Be your about head my brain oozing out my axe fucking wound? head. Yeah. No, this is part one of part two. Uh, there are many more oozy brain injuries to go. <laughs> so you have to wait till next week to hear them all. Not as far as you know, but there, yeah, there are, though. I assume there are. <laughs> yeah, there are. <laughs> Hail of gunfire! Ch- 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 Fuck you, Miles City. <laughs> and also Nelson Miles. 